0: There's a character you didn't get to in that episode. Mm-hmm. A character that, you know, we all know and love. Then the, the character has been sweeping the nation and like it's it's on coffee mugs. It's on it's on billboards. Um, You auditioned that character on, on Snull, the you know, mm-hmm. that show. This is like mm-hmm. the okay. Okay. defining character of the century. We all know what you're going to say. We all know. We all love him. Laura knows him very well It's uh, Johnny Ben Carson Yeah So um, it's been a year since we had you on the show The The audience has been clamoring for more Johnny Ben Carson They've just been like knocking on my doors, Sending me hate mail Like you better have hate Joe mail, on interesting Don't yeah, let you better him have, do
1: that character
0: again The opposite, my dear person
1: <laughs> um, like, Thank you
0: people are outside my door with like Johnny Ben Carson signs. Like we want Johnny. And then they have like another fold on top. Like they fold out the poster, like Ben. ben. And yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to do my, uh, what's it called? Uh, James Lipton here. Okay. And I am going to ask you, Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna assume character so that you can assume character. Okay. Well, I just want to okay. say
2: Ben Carson was in the news recently. I don't know when this is coming out, but yeah, Ben Carson got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm worried. I'm worried that by the time this is released, this might be the most insensitive thing. <laughs>
0: well,
2: <laughs> one could do. That's my concern. But let's do James well, Lipton. Uh, <laughs> okay. Here we go.
0: Can I talk to Johnny Ben Carson? <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: <laughs> wow. Wild, 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 wild stuff! Wow, wow, that is some wild stuff! I got COVID nineteen. Wow, wild stuff!
1: So, what's the Ben Carson part? What's up? <laughs> what's the Ben Carson part?
2: The Ben Carson was when he said he got, he got COVID nineteen. So, yeah, so it's just yeah. it's
1: it's a it's a Johnny Carson impression that that talks about relevant things from Ben Carson's life.
0: Yeah, just like uh, it's there, okay. there's another one like, wow, wow. Like, I can't I can't do it justice, but like hood like, or wow. something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I got stabbed in the belt and I, you know, like, you know. Yeah, there was all those classic, uh, classic when he was running for president. Yeah, yeah, yeah we knew. But yeah,
2: I had the pure, pier- the wild, wild pier. <laughs> OK, yeah. you hear about this. Ed You're there, wild, There's brain in the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> well, but anyway, uh, I hope he gets well soon.
0: <laughs> Really quick like Thoughts and prayers uh, <laughs> Speaking of thoughts and prayers Let's have some thoughts and prayers In hopes that the rest of the episode Can live up to that amazing char- char- Character reveal Well, well I'm gonna so, go out on
1: a limb and say I think we can top it
0: <laughs> well, Okay <laughs> Click Remember that record that you bought me Like two
2: years ago but well, I just remember that the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to
0: that. Why don't you come over and talk about it?
2: Why don't you come over and talk about it? I want to share the 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 impression spotlight a little bit too because Laura actually does a really good um, Celine Dion. Really.
1: I finished crying in the instant that you left, and I can't thank you, thank you.
2: (laughs) I I, do recognize that.
1: Yeah.
2: Wild, wild performance from Celine (laughs) Celine Dion.
1: So where's the get get to the Ben Carson part
2: though?
0: (coughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Welcome to I've been meaning to listen to that the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee and we yeah we got some friends and dare dare I say collectively together they're over three thousand (laughs) three hundred pounds Whoa. Okay, well Wait. I'm glad
1: you brought Wait, it down no. from three thousand. Um and together.
0: <laughs> no, we do. Don't don't yeah. Probably over probably over two. are
2: probably, one, probably about probably
1: about three hundred. I've gained do?
2: like I've gained COVID
0: weight, so I, yeah, I, I and do I've, think
1: yeah, yeah. So I think we're yeah. probably about three hundred together. By the way,
0: you could see you could see uh Joe's voluptuous cheeks in and, uh in, in the plums commercial. You Know right. that's yeah. coming out well. Theoretically,
2: I haven't seen it, so I don't know if they've deleted the footage or what oh, happened. No. <laughs> he also there's like know one he, picture he should plug like,
1: it yet because he hasn't seen it. It may be right. something okay, you okay, don't okay. want to.
2: If my lum, my lovely the word. M- man plumps aren't looking good, <laughs> I'm not going to advertise go watch
0: this, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, like uh, so we got two friends who collectively are, you know, we weigh 300 yeah. pounds collectively (laughs) soaking wet yeah what else is important Um,
1: one of us is a man one of us is a woman
0: you decide a woman Um, yeah
1: uh, one of us is a complete idiot the -hmm. other is uh, mentally deficient in many ways Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you decide we 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 make up the podcast called heavy friending
2: Wow.
0: Yeah. That it's Joe good. Barlow and Laura Lee Bishop, the hosts Woo! of the number one friendship based podcast uh, in Austin. Uh uh. Uh, uh, uh,
2: uh yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. yeah uh yeah. yeah. It's a party. Oh, Hell thanks, yeah.
0: Joe. How are you guys doing? You're always a How great are you guys help. holding up? Not bad. What was it? Not Nothing much. Nothing much. Nothing much, yeah. Uh what's it called? Uh so. You guys host the number one friendship podcast in Austin. Yes. Uh, for those who might not know, like, tell us a little bit about, like, what the show, like, you know, to any new listeners, to anyone who might not know who you guys are. Well, I mean, it's like, going to be
1: hard for someone to not know who we are. Um, yeah. But sure. I guess we'll just repeat <laughs> what everyone already knows.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Heavy Friending is, yes, like you said, Austin's number one friendship-based podcast. And we're starting to wonder if maybe we're america's number one friendship-based podcast you know wow
0: this is short. a new for season three or
1: four yeah, yeah, well yeah. You,
2: we yeah. we've really built up to it and and again it's not us we we weren't the first ones to say we were austin's number one base no friendship no. people no. told us they said they did do you know this and we said oh we didn't know this and now mm-hmm. you know people in and, Oregon. And, and
1: to be fair we kind of we had an idea you know like we kind of knew like inside yeah. but we oh, didn't yeah. you know
2: so. Well, the other thing is, some there was some confusion when we started saying it that that there was a man named Austin and he was like a sponsor of the show and and uh-huh. when we say Austin's number one, it's not a person, it's it's yeah, yeah. the city of Austin. Oh, Texas. so not my not that guy Austin Miller, not Austin like, Miller, no. not, not Stone Cold okay. Steve Austin. Not, yeah. Right, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. so just to be clear awesome but, powers, but that's why we think yeah. it's it'll be easier once we go national.'ll
1: get it. yeah, America's number one
0: and not America Ferrara oh, Ferrara shoot.
1: um no, definitely not.
0: Well, we oh. don't associate with her, and we they don't might. want our
1: name tied to her. If you could actually take that out,
0: bleep that yeah, out. yeah, I'll, I'll cut it out. thank uh, you I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that was like, So anyway,
1: answer. yeah, Joe and I began as uh complete strangers. We started a podcast together to see if we could become friends. We do. You met a on like the
0: news, like you met like doing On interview. the
1: hard news.
0: Um, yeah, wow. And you know what?
1: At the time it was the news because see, Joe, Joe always gets annoyed because he didn't work for the news person. Like he was working for a lifestyle show for most of our friendship at the beginning. Uh-huh. And I would always say he worked for the news. And he'd say, I don't work for the news, you know. But it was on the news when we met. It was the news because the man who introduced it did not like was it. Was
0: Walter Cronkite. Oh.
1: It was that guy. What was his name?
0: Well, well, I think his why? Wi- why wi- yeah. Joe Barlow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I never worked in the news department. I didn't report to the news director. I, I mean, this is very interesting. I know to a lot of people. I worked in yeah. the marketing department. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I I happened to be on the news, but I, I did not really do news. Well, he
1: was on the news, the man introduced us and said Wild wild stuff a very <laughs> bizarre interview. And he wow. then, when it, then when it was over, he would like had this look on his face like the fuck, like
2: <laughs> these very unprofessional. People, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like well, I so think anyway. I think they did stuff like that to separate themselves from the nonsense yeah. that <laughs> I did. If I was a real reporter, he wouldn't have to separate himself from it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) He wanted to get ahead of it.
2: Yeah, he was like, this Um, is fucking weird. This is wild stuff. It was (laughs) really
1: fun, because Joe came over and, and interviewed me, and we were just, like, laughing so hard. And we were just, we just instantly got each other. We had the same sense of humor, and we had great timing together, and, um... So then, yeah, we started the podcast together and we didn't know anything about each other. And now we know everything. Like, you know, if they have a mole on their penis, you know, if, you know, what has
0: a mole on a penis.
1: I don't know. I'm just saying if 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 one were to have one, you would know probably. And they may be worried about it and like want you to look at it to see. You know, if they need to go to the dermatologist, so that's again, what real friends. Know.
2: That's an example and that's of a, something. A
1: hypothetical yeah. situation where a, you would be a man and you had a female friend that you hosted a podcast with, and you sure. maybe asked her one day about you know little this or that. But anyway, uh uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: You know, so yeah, we know each other very well.
0: Yeah, yeah. The mole go is ahead. fine.
1: So just in case, well, okay.
0: okay. I think it's the a- hypothetical mole of this hypothetical. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's OK. I think it's OK. Yeah. I wish
2: the derm- I mean, hypothetically, I wish the dermatologist would have examined it more than more just thoroughly. like like yeah. a second. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, OK. Hypothetically. Yeah, of
0: course. So here's like for this hypothetical person. Do you does Laura know like just know of it as like an idea that it's there or just like she knows Are the hypothetical. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, it's okay, something okay, that yeah. I've been trying to see since the first episode of the podcast. Um, not the mole, but his penis. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And,
1: um, and, you know, I do think I will one day. Season finale. Um, like it really, it, you know, it is a running joke at this point that like people, <laughs> the thing is like we do our podcast. It's a comedy podcast. Yeah. We are heightened versions of ourselves. We're, we're, we are ourselves a lot of times, but a lot of times we're just, you know, ridiculous. Right. Yeah. A lot of people think that I actually want to see Joe's penis. And mm-hmm. I do have to say from time to time, I don't actually want to see it. It's like a running joke. But then, Mm -hmm. and even when I think about if I did see it, it makes me feel like very uncomfortable. Like the trueness, like if that really happened. So, yeah, I don't think that I want to see it. I just think it would change our dynamic.
2: What What about, I mean, just again, hypothetically, the person with the mole on their penis sent you just a super
1: see so, yeah, i would be fine Close with close-up so,
2: crop yeah <laughs> crop shot of the mole
1: i would be totally fine with that okay and i'll say this if we if we keep this podcast going indefinitely forever i think there will come a day where i just feel like an episode would be just us mm-hmm. standing naked before each other yeah i think it would eventually have to come to that but you there, know there what? was that's, a
0: friends episode where like that's uh, a long of the way off saw the, yeah right? there was
1: actually a theater department at nyu that that was like what they did the first week of orientation was they would all like get naked in front of each Dude, other. Dude, those
0: theater people, That man. seems Aren't like a lawsuit. <laughs> like that seems like harassment. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, But like speaking of friends, let's get into like uh, Terry Melcher. Speaking uh, so, of friends. I don't know. Great <laughs> um, But like, uh, what's it called? So Terry Melcher, <laughs> when you guys asked, when you guys said, <laughs> hey, let's do Terry Melcher's record." Yeah, I, I was like, who? who is this? I was shocked like,
2: you hadn't already done Terry Melcher. And I'm so glad he was still available for the podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Terry Melcher, like, why do you guys, what what, what made you like want to talk about Terry Melcher as like uh, your artist today?
2: Well, you know, I uh, think Laura didn't really think about it. Well, that's
1: rude to say, and but it's true.
2: <laughs> And so I was like, I don't know what to do, because I feel like last time, you know, we did David Bowie, which is an album, one of probably my favorite David Bowie albums. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, you know, we we got to talk about something interesting. So I was doing some Googling. I found this article called it was on Rollingstone.com, dot com, mm-hmm. which is a magazine. It's a music yeah. based magazine.
0: Oh, OK. okay,
2: And uh, yeah, you, you you haven't heard of that?
1: Oh, I thought it was a something about, like, rocks and...
2: Yeah, yeah. Sedimentary, inertia. igneous. I
0: think
2: yeah. that's the problem. A lot, of people, a lot of people don't realize that if you open it up, it's actually, like, music stuff.
0: I actually, I thought it was, like, where the, uh, like, leave no stone unturned, that expression came from. It came from that magazine. You know, well, no, it's music, Stones,
2: it's music, you'll you'll want to look oh. it up, but I, uh, I found this article called 10 Weird Albums Rolling Stone Loved in the 1970s You've Never Heard, and I was like, oh. Weird Albums, 1970s, Heard, Never? <laughs> never? <laughs> that seems like the perfect thing, because you? we can break, you know, and hopefully they're going to be good albums, because
0: apparently Rolling Stone loved them. Hmm, well. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I I never heard of this guy job, in bud. my life. Like, this is like the first. Like, he looks like a he looks like a brown chitsu on like the cover, and he has like this like sweater set with like the turtleneck, the white turtleneck, like uh, like a like a seventies Mister Snuffleupagus type of guy. Um, but like, yeah. So. So you don't like this his is, look? Are you saying you don't like the look? I think he way- looks cool. I think oh. he looks cool. Yeah. He looks like yeah, a like cool a, guy. Like a little dog. Yeah. His, eyes are, with a his eyes are very far apart. <laughs> he doesn't have eyebrows. Well, like Terry like Melcher it.
1: is Hollywood royalty. He is the son of Doris, Doris Day. Day. Okay. Yes. He's the son um, of Doris
0: Day. And, and who is Al Doris? Jordan. Who's mm-hmm. And
1: Al Jordan, Michael apparently. Nope. Al Jordan, who apparently he beat, he was abusive. So
2: to Terry, um,
1: yeah. to Doris Day, and oh. probably I, would, I don't know. I think she left him bef- maybe before an age where he would be abusing.
0: Right, Terry. So ter- so Terry Melcher and um, what's it called? Uh, Terry Melcher and Doris Day, like h- him and his mom were very close, and like uh, he got his name, he got his last name from uh, his stepfather.
1: Yeah, his like tenth stepfather because she's been married. She was married like a thousand times.
0: Yes. Yeah, so nice. so I looked up. I googled him, and like the most most of the things I found like there are like 10 articles about this before anything about his music is just yeah. like his involvement with, with like Marilyn, the, with, I mean, Charles, with Charles, Manson. Charles Manson. Yeah. But, like the oh, Manson man, Imagine murders. if he produced
1: it based on this record, if he produced a Marilyn man- Manson record <laughs> would have been some.
0: Yeah. Like, so, so here's the thing. Like, so, um, the story with that, and I don't want to like dwell too much on it because, um, I feel weird. I think it's huge. It is huge. And it's also like a big part of it's a big part of his life. Um, And it's like a big like, but it's like at the same, even though he wasn't the victim of the Manson murders, it's still kind of tragic how this left a stain on his legacy, first of all, and also affected the rest of his life, where he was kind of like more of a recluse after this. Like he was like so like traumatized by the Well, he should have
1: signed him. He should have signed Charles Manson, and this wouldn't have happened. Okay. Oh, no. Well, you know they were I don't dicking go him around. Sign that. As a musician, I, you know, it hurts when you dick somebody around like that, making them think, sure. dangle a little carrot in front of them, make them dance like a monkey. Well, maybe, maybe Charles got tired of dancing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: and maybe Terry learned his lesson. That's all I'm saying.
0: Uh, we this is like. By the way, by the way, at the this episode, we're gonna like lay down all like a very detailed defense of Charles Manson and why he was right and good. And um, it, I'm, I'm, I am, I
1: will do that single-handedly and I would love it if you guys would oppose me. Um, just cause to be fair, you know,
0: so there was like, um, Terry Melcher, like didn't sign Charles Manson. Um, and then like, it's rumored that, but like, I mean Charles the beach Manson boys
1: who, who Terry Melcher worked with a lot did record a couple of Charles Manson songs. So it's not like he was just a rando. Like they were, he was living in, terry melcher's house with the manson family people and that's Mm. how he got introduced to them so they were like very connected
0: and so like uh yeah then that's like basically to make the long story short like terry like didn't sign charles manson like the like charles manson auditioned for terry melcher and terry melcher said no kind of like as uh laura graciously put him over yeah and then like um so uh doris day you know Suggested that like, you know, Terry Melcher moved to a different house, you know, and then uh, what's it called? Um, and then like, it's rumored that like Charles Manson, like went to his old house to try and kill Terry Melcher. Um, but like, then like ended up killing like, uh, what's Sharon Tate? Um, and then like, it's kind of like a thing that like haunted Terry of just like, was I... I was the one who was supposed to die or I was like the one who was like, um, but then there's also like r- circulation of just like, he wasn't, act- he actually knew he moved and stuff like that. You know, there's all, there's like a whole like, so it's like a little like, um there's a little like, there's a little like kind of like hearsay and stuff like that. Well, He it's was trying really... to send a
1: message to Terry. Yeah. He was trying to send a message to Terry. Yeah. I don't think it was even, I mean, I don't, I think he knew he moved, but he wanted Terry to know, look, bitch, look how close I got. Look how close I can get. Yeah. You better watch.
0: So like, then he kind of like what, he kind of became like a recluse. Like he, he like, I think at one point, like I may be getting the timeline wrong, but like he co-wrote Kokomo. He was like a big influence in like the sixties, California scene. Um, But like, he kind of like stopped making, he kind of like, didn't become like a household name like the beach boys or anything like that. And then like he, in 2004, he like died of melanoma. So, um, Endorsed, that Day lived, lived longer than him.
1: Yeah. She lived yeah. a really long
2: time. She lived until 2019. Probably
1: all that sex she was having with all of her husbands.
2: I think that's one thing I learned is I'm going to die young. <laughs>
0: Uh but like yes, um we are here to talk about Terry Melcher's Terry Melcher, his like big oh his singular like he made a few records, but like this is like kinda like his titular record. So like let's go through let's go through like, you know, like the themes of this particular record. Like what do you feel like this record in content is about? Let me tell you, I like this record, spoiler alert.
2: So we'll get into <laughs> Details about about my opinions on Terry Melcher's Terry Melcher. But I think what this album is saying, I think the ultimate theme is, hey, everyone, my name is Terry Melcher. <laughs> and this is a journey inside the brain of Terry Melcher. And if you don't like
0: Terry Melcher,
2: well.
0: Well, then you must be Charles Manson. <laughs> you must be Charles oh, no. Manson. no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I so, think that's
0: what he's trying to say with this. Yeah.
2: Because I think this album covers a lot of ground in terms of the sounds we hear, the styles of music we hear Mm -hmm. and the topics. You know, he's got a song about Arkansas, a song about Beverly Hills, a song about Dr. Horowitz. So I think I think it's kind of all over the place. But I think that's why it's called Terry Melcher, because the uniting thing for all these songs is, hey, man. This is Terry's Town.
1: I thought it didn't have a strong um, overall theme. That I think that was what was lacking for me. I mean, obviously, like, um, overall theme could maybe be, like, some sort of a lament. But I think, um, sonically, it lacked in some ways an over, Well, there were threads that connected it, but it was definitely all over the place. It It started as, like, some psych rock type thing, and then it was country... And I just wasn't sure what <laughs> I was listening to. Anyways. Yeah, he really like... He just and listen, I tell, um, the music I make is very eclectic. I don't just, you know, there's like yeah. rock and pop and electro. I, I And so I, so I totally get like some of that. I think it was just... Um, I don't know if he knew what he was trying to say sometimes.
2: Yeah. And I wonder, too, because it's I think this is his first album. I don't know. But it seems like maybe the songs were from different periods in his life and maybe different working with different artists, because I know he worked. He was the producer for Mm -hmm. the birds early on and stuff. So it's because he's yeah, he sounds like he's influenced by a lot of different things. Yeah. And the songs yeah, are just completely, completely different from one another.
1: They're also all about 20 BPM too slow.
0: So like some of these songs are covers. Some of these songs are just like covers of like a Dylan song or colors of like, you know, uh, one of the beach boys, like wrote one of the songs and just like, it's kind of like what people like kind of used to do. Like the Beatles used to do this. It just like, like it's half covers, you know, and just like, you know, and like slam on that. the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. That's not like, but it's also like, um, What's it called? Like, uh, but they felt like Beatles songs per se. Of just like, even though there are covers, they like kind of chose the material of the songs to be like, yeah, this like, even though it's not technically our song, it feels like something we would write. It feels like something we would sing about. Right. And um, he he Melch-
2: um
0: like the Bob Dylan he songs. Sure
1: did. He sure did. He really
0: <laughs> did, didn't he? So yeah, like, so here's like my like you know take on this record. Um, I had like, so i when you guys suggested this album, I was like, who is this guy? I don't know who this is. And then I listened to it in the car a few times. I listened to it walking around. I was like, Oh, this is fine. This is nice. You know, whatever. I didn't make too big of an impression. And then usually what I do for these records is like, I'll just listen to them a few times, just like on my own walking around, like just to get a feel of it. And then I'll look up the lyrics and then I'll look up what he's trying to actually literally say. Could you find and the lyrics? So- no, <laughs> Meaning. there are no lyrics. Like there's no, like I had a, pa- I nearly had a panic attack just like, cause like, that's my process of just like, what, like, what is he like? So, okay. Now that I got a feel for the music and stuff, like, what's he saying? Like what's, where are the actual themes? So like the thing that happened is today, I just like walked around and I had, I listened with intention. I listened with intention to the whole thing and like without, and like just wrote down like what some of the notable lyrics and whatever.
2: I feel and, like you're the only reason because I listen on Spotify and he has like I think he had six hundred like listeners oh, or no. whatever. <laughs> you're probably responsible for like ten of those.
0: <laughs> but like, yeah. So like the thing is like it's um so I listened with intention. I listened and um and the fact that like, you know, his whole when you Google him and stuff, you can't, he he doesn't have this album. Doesn't have a Wikipedia page. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page. You can't find the lyrics on genius. I tried AZ lyrics and there's nothing. Mm -hmm. And then two Google pages are about the Manson murders Two Google pages about. So perfect. That is so like, when you think about like someone's legacy like that, when you think about someone's life, you know, being defined by something you didn't do, like something like it's, But there's a
1: reason that his life is defined by that. It's he didn't make good music as an independent uh, artist. Terry Melcher didn't put out a good album, and that's why that's why his life was defined by the Manson murders. Sharon Tate's life wasn't defined by the Manson murders. That was a big thing, but Sharon Tate had an actual career, and and he he did have a career as a producer and and like I guess a, a writer behind the scenes. But this is not a good album, in my opinion, and it's not it has no appeal to any sort of mainstream market. And that is why the Manson murders define his career. It's not because he had some great talent that got overshadowed.
0: I think like the, one of the themes of this record is like him, like kind of like, maybe this is like a retroactive, like, you know, reading of it. Obviously it is. But like the idea of like saying, my name's Terry Melcher. Well, more like my name's Terry (laughs) Melcher.
1: (laughs) (laughs) forever and just
0: like him like screaming into the ether him like just like screaming like i like i you know he's like so full of yearning he's so full of like you know regret and lament and like sadness and then just like him kind of like don't forget me don't like don't i want to be remembered i want to be I want my music to be immortalized. That's why I made all these sacrifices. That's why, you know, what I'm dealing with is a well of sadness. Um, But, like, it's really unfortunate and sad. I'll just say one more thing before, like, we get into, like, the actual songs. But, like, he kind of has, like, a career I fear I will have, but also a career that seems nice. You know, of just like the I not getting, not being like afraid of, like afraid you're going to get murdered the rest of your life, but like the idea of just like.
1: You don't want to be such a disappointment, but he had a lot of successes. He had songs. I mean, he had Beach Boys cuts and stuff. Like, he had anyone in cuts, the industry made, would be lucky to have his career.
0: Sure. And just like the idea of like, um, you know, no one wants to be forgotten. No one wants to be like, you know, when like people think of like, pe- when people in like, 70 years google primo you don't want your you don't want to just be like who like you know like on their like space iphones and stuff
1: i don't but at the same time i guess like um i don't know i that's not why i make music and so i guess i don't i don't really empathize too much with like that sort of like lament because Mm. it's my life i'm fine with it he had a lot more success than i've had he's fine he was fine he grew up with yeah. Doris Day as his fucking mom. <laughs> He's the nepotism is running strong. But frankly, I just don't think he even had. I don't think he had the stuff. I just don't think he had the mm. stuff. I thought this album was lame. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I think it sounded it like right, a, yeah. I think it sounded like a. I don't know. Like if you were to make some sort of a generic version of like what an album from that era sounded like, that didn't really <laughs> like move you or say anything really like to you this th- this yeah. is what it would be like a watered down you know like when they want to like sink like celebrate celebrate good times come on but they can't and they do like a version that's just like celebration of the good times <laughs> or something it felt have like a that good to me. time
0: it's so nice to have fun yeah. you know
1: <laughs> yeah it felt like a hollow like knockoff of something else i don't know
2: That's a good honestly, that's a good description, because I think sometimes when I'm listening to music, I'm not fully aware of what my critique is. You just sort of I think when you're more amateur, you're like, I like it or I don't like it or there's things I like about it. You know, like for me, it was easy to pick out that I wasn't really a fan of his vocals, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. so I like that was an easy one. But but I think you're right. I do think there was sort of it's almost like a cheesiness quality where it doesn't feel authentic all the time. But I also do think a lot of that is just because his performance, his vocal performance isn't selling it for me, because I was like, you know, if a different singer was singing some of this stuff, it might be more powerful, even with like everything else being exactly the same. I think mm. his performance would make it
0: seem less inauthentic. Because he has like a sarcastic like kind of edge to it. So like even if he's like, like kind of like.
1: It's like a Muppet is singing. Sure.
0: And it's just like there's even if he's like, you know, trying to like talk about like sadness and like, you know, regret and stuff like that. Like he had there's like this like kind of like, oh, look at those, you know, just like kind of like a sarca- sarcasm to it. Yeah, um, I got so, I thought a Randy Newman sort of vibe sometimes where it was. Yeah, you
2: sure. could maybe tell if it was fully yeah. like a character or if it, if he was that way or he's he's almost like you don't know his opinion well enough to really appreciate it. Because, yeah, if you like knew he was like making fun of people yeah. who are regretful and stuff like that would be one thing. But you kind of don't really know what his point of view is all the time
0: yeah that's like okay so um let's get into some low lights and highlights right after this break
2: but you can use this in the show if you want andrew i'm totally fine with this being out there but my urine isn't as dark as it was so i i think there's not really as much blood or maybe any blood in my urine anymore Uh, oh that's great yeah so that's why I'm like, well, maybe it passed or maybe it disintegrated a little bit. And, you know, oh. who knows what's going on? Wow. On that note, welcome back to the show. Uh- <laughs> so that means you're leaving that in. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I am like, I'm leaving it in, and I'm doubling it like <laughs> and I'm putting it in the cold Would open. Would you like me end, to like- harmonize it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome back to the show. Um, so it seems like um, Laura and Joe, you seem to have some more low lights than like highlights. Uh, on this record. So like, let's go through some like low light songs first. Okay. Uh, what were, what songs. were some low light songs for you guys?
2: Okay. Uh, for me, I honest, I mean, I think I, my rating is going to be higher than Laura's. Cause I, I think I liked a few things more than she did, yeah, but I, I will hate say, it. I just didn't I like will it. say the one song that I absolutely hated. And I don't think I hated the other songs. Like I hated this song was uh, halls of justice Positively Fourth Street, like a Rolling Stone, this medley of these songs. Yeah, because you're covering Bob Dylan. So right away, it's like, you know, what are you going to do with it? You're covering I don't know is Halls of Justice someone else. It's but anyway, boring, it's it sounded horrible. There were things they were doing. I, I got angry because the wow. guitar sound. It's
1: not I, someone else's song. It's his song.
2: OK, so he Ugh. made it original and he started with himself and then gets into Bob Dylan. So, again, it's just like bad choices. He chose this horrible I, I, the guitars and the echo and the, it was all horrible. And I got mad. I got mad because. When I was looking at the song listing, I was like, oh, all right, Bob, let's see what he does with Positively 4th Street, which is, you know, one of my favorite Bob Dylan songs. And Uh I thought he just ruined it. He it was horrible. I got mad. Oh, even before the Bob Dylan part, I was mad in the opening, (laughs) the halls of justice.
1: I was mad at the very first song um, and the second and the second song. I thought they were both like about half as fast as they should be. Um I also thought like it sounded like he had recorded it in a different speed and then sped the whole thing down. And I know people put like tape effects nowadays to give the sense of those warbles. It sounded like they actually recorded it in double the speed and and slowed it down. It sounded so bad to me i thought the production choices were not good on some of these like all the phasey like stuff they did with the guitars and everything i was just like oh the crash had distortion on it like it was way too hot um i also wrote is he drunk
0: (laughs) uh, probably because like the bars made a prison the bars made a prisoner out of me is about his alcoholism like it's about like being trapped in like that cycle a little bit. Whoa. It sounds
1: like when he's singing, he's under the influence. It's just very like the guy that's like, hang on, I want to say something real quick.
0: <laughs> like a drunk guy at karaoke. You know? Yeah. Like, Oh, and like, these are literally, some of these are literally karaoke songs. It just like him, like, I'm going to do this song a little bit. Yeah. Um, So I want to talk. I liked roll in my sweet baby's arms a little, like maybe it's cause like, I don't, I'm not a musician. It's like, um, so I didn't really notice, I guess. And I just, I thought the instrumentation, I kind of like live instrumentations and stuff like that. Like in like old school, like kind of like now where things kind of just like stitched together in like Ableton or whatever, uh, where it's just like, this is a backing band. And then him singing, like, I kind of like that. I like how like, there's like the lower register horns and like the higher register horns. And like, just like, it's very percussion heavy. And um, the metaphor feels a little like the metaphor itself is like a little like I'm not quite sure what he's saying. Just like roll in my sweet baby's arms. Like the first verse is him saying, like, you know, you didn't visit me in jail and now I want to roll in my sweet baby's arms. Like, I'm not he was saying I
1: think you took it wrong. He wanted a roll like a roll, Uh
0: like a
1: dinner roll in his sweet Uh baby's arms.
2: And oh. so I think that's where you
1: missed. Yeah. Okay. You know, because okay. like the, when you're in see, prison where, like, a and they don't give you enough annotation. roles. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I think that's maybe where the disconnect happened there.
0: Okay. Okay. So. And like a baby's arm is like kind of like a yeah, bunch they, of whole ba- segmented exactly. together. Exactly. Okay. Okay.
1: So you're getting it. Yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah. Okay. Now I get it. Now it's a good song. Ten of yeah. ten. Um, <laughs> um and then these days I liked too. of just like. This is the song where it's kind of like him like um well it sounds like you're getting well, into highlights. I thought we Yeah, were cause because all I'm our like cuz cuz I've got we some We could go highlights. all over the place. Cuz I think Arkansas was great. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. I love that song. <laughs> I'm so excited you said that. That was yeah. that's
2: my favorite song.
1: Yeah, that was my favorite yeah. song. I also think the thing is the third song Okay, that song is ridiculous, but (laughs) let me tell you this. It was good for the first 20 seconds. I went, what's he doing here? He's doing (laughs) something something a little weird. And I like weird. I'm fine with weird, but don't bore me with your, you know, like if you're going to be weird, and I'm going to do a hot take right now. I think Bob Dylan is doo-doo. I, he bores, he bores the ever-living shit out of me. I think it's the emperor's new clothes with half of the shit he fucking puts out. Um, I just I, I get some of it right and now. I think some of it is just like everybody's like no it's Bob Dylan don't you get like what well, is good and I'm like no it's boring and it's not good and it's and, and it's boring. Um so I like a little weird quirk if it's not boring. And those first 20 seconds of that third song I really was like oh what's this? And then he went right back into that really slow really boring thing that he, I guess is maybe his, um, I guess it's his signature sound.
0: <laughs> it's boring. <Yeah>. <laughs> boring
1: <laughs> and slow. <laughs> Drawn out. <laughs> but Arkansas, we can agree on that one.
0: Yeah. Arkansas is great. The harmonies at the chorus. I kind of like, you, you know, when like songs kind of like, you know, do the chorus maybe one too many times. Like, just like, <laughs> I'm just like, they did this chorus again. Like they didn't like, the song didn't need to be four minutes long. I kind of wish they did it again. I kind of wish he sang the chorus one more time, or uh, just like the. Well, this this is
2: a weird thing. This was one of my lowlights. If we can still address a lowlight, oh, yeah, yeah, we I'd could go to. all over the place. It's okay, fine. I just want to make sure I'm fitting a balayage
1: the and ombre. It's fine. It's fine. But
2: one thing that annoyed me and I actually thought it was a mistake because I was I don't do this with albums, really, but I really wanted to focus. So I put on, you know, the big headphones and I was laying down in my bed with my laptop next to me, like, you know, a warm lover. Oh, and I was just (laughs) looking straight at the ceiling. And there's like, I think maybe all maybe the first three songs all have it, but they all like seemed to fade out really fast. And like in the middle of maybe something like happening musically where you're like, it's, it seemed like a weird fade out. So like, I thought I had hit the like volume down button and it had just like (laughs) abruptly faded. So I like checked (laughs) and I did that like three times because I was like, surely this is not where the song ends. And yeah, so I found the fade outs like really bad. I was like, just end the song. Like, with a blare yeah, or something. Yeah, I also you know? <laughs> agree.
1: I hate, I just don't like fade-outs in general. I've done, like, a couple of them when they need it, really needed, it, like it served the song. Mm-hmm. But fade-outs to me are like a cop-out. Like, say what you have to say, and then stop saying it, you know?
2: Well, and I feel like, too, it was, like, I, I just assume, like... Because I, I didn't necessarily notice this tempo problem that you were saying, Laura, but maybe when they listened back to his six minute version of Dr. Horowitz, they're like, we got to just duck out of this thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: so maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But yeah, it didn't sound deliberate to me. So I wonder if that was something later where they're like, this should mm-hmm. not be a six minute mm-hmm. song. Let's make it two we'll call it. A and day.
1: unfortunately, when you didn't program those sounds in Ableton or Logic, as I use, you uh, don't have the freedom to change those sort of things. You sure, you're just kind of stuck sure. with it. Like
0: Why a, didn't he like
1: program a, it in Logic? What an idiot he was!
0: <laughs> what recording to tape, dumbass! Uh, <laughs> yeah, <but> like um, <laughs> like a barber in a rush. That fade was too fast. Um, but like, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, I get that joke. Yeah, like a barber in a rush. That fade was too fast.
1: I don't get you, that. Do you hear
0: that barber? Like, like a like, barber in a rush. Like a barber in a like rush. Like a
1: barber in a rush. That,
0: that, fade, that was fade was, was too was fast. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I hear it. Love um, it. <laughs> uh, low Life for me was the old hand jive. I think that song is ass. <laughs> I think it's like, it's so bad. It's like, uh, there's no like, so like when I read the title of the old hand jive, I thought, oh, it's like a grease thing. Like born to hand job, baby. Like that song. But like, it's just like, we're doing the old hand job. And like, really so slowly. he did like a slow version. And like, there's of no take. There's no take on it. Like, it's just like, it feels like a parody song of just like, like there's no, but there's no like deeper, like it's him singing the words, just like, let's have some fun. Let's do a dance. But like slow. Stagger
1: Lee sounds like a parody song. Staggerly. Of- That song is so embarrassing to me. The Everything about it, I hated. Like, it was just like typical, like, oh, bulldog in an alley. And it's like, dude, (laughs) come on. Like, stop. It was like someone who was trying to be deep, and he's not. And I just thought it was, I thought it showed, to me, that exemplified what the whole album was to me, which is like someone trying to appear to be super deep, but wasn't as deep as he thinks he is, and made us. You know, it's like I'm trying to think of a, a of a, a comparable song that nails that sort of thing. And I think Bruce Springsteen like nails this sort of thing, sure. like what he was trying to do. Um, with like, you know, like thunder road is a perfect, like screen door slams, Mary's dress waves, like a vision. She dances across porches, radio plays. And he's, and he's talking about something very specific about these specific people. And he's, you know, he's got, it's not like he's, um, doing any, anything that's, he's not singing in a metaphor, you know, he's, he's, he's saying what's Mm -hmm. happening to you. And he does the same thing, except he sets up like this ridiculous thing about this dog and like, it just, it just was so stupid. It was so stupid.
0: That's the thing about him is like, um, going back to like, you know, um, I guess like the point I was trying to make earlier of just like the legacy I would like to have, but also like is scary to me of just like, so long term not being remembered, but in your, lo- it, but like being, um, uh, be in your respective circle, being respected and like being like, whoa, this is the guy. Like, whoa, this is like this, you know, this is a guy who like influenced me. This is a guy who like, but maybe he's a little more niche and like, we've never heard of him and I have to Mm -hmm. look at a Rolling Stone article to like know who he is. But like, this is a cool thing. And then also like in your respective circle, influencing a genre of music, even if like a hundred years from now, you won't be remembered, which is scary, but also.
1: I don't give a fuck about being remembered. Like I don't even get that concept. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be dead. I won't know if anyone's remembering me. I don't give two shits. I'm trying to be here right now. Um, the sure. guy's lucky he got in Rolling Stone. I'd like to, I'd love to trade places with him to get an article in Rolling. Stone. Somebody wrote you up in Rolling Stone.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, nice, and Rolling Terry. Stone back then too.
1: <laughs> yeah, must be nice, Terry.
2: Sure, sure. Must be
1: nice. Yeah. Sh- I'm just saying, I don't want anyone to feel too bad for Terry Melcher because his mother was Doris Day. Does everyone keep remembering that?
2: Okay, I don't really know, know Doris who Doris Day. Day is. I know she's a famous person i don't look really she's a know. very
1: very she was like the most famous female actress singer of that time i mean doris day was it she was everything
2: let me can i tell you some of my highlights i got some i got some highlights okay <clears throat> you know laura will criticize this but i liked the instrumentation I, yeah, liked, I liked it too i don't
1: think the instrumentation was bad i didn't say that oh, i said great. the
2: well then we agree. the tempo
1: is way too slow okay well, and we all like the instrumentation exactly. Very I, another full.
2: another song i liked uh was just a season anyone
1: which which oh which I, did, I did i did like that one
2: i love i don't I think remember that anything about the song but i remember that i wrote it down on this piece of paper
1: <laughs> i put so, oh like, you know what i put for that one i put it's yeah. okay so that's,
0: yeah um, yeah, My so praise. maybe that's,
1: that's a highlight for me was, yeah, I didn't hate it.
2: Great. I think, I I think he was probably wistful in that song. Cause I kind of liked, I think that's what I liked about Arkansas too, was sort of this like longing and this, you know, he's, he's just thinking about how things might be or how they could be or how they were. And mm-hmm. I think this is the kind of mm-hmm. Terry Melcher that I like, which I think you know a slow tempo is sort of goes along with but i agree like to me the um the last song about the hand jo- hand stuff was uh, too <laughs> too, much hand too hand slow stuff. that hand was too stuff. wistful
0: <laughs> it but about nothing you know like it's like it's not wistful about like his childhood or about like lost love it's just wistful about doing a dumb dance like it's like it's nothing um and like just the season i really liked because I, like, I really like the line, making deals to see how it feels to get more than you've given. So, like, I think this is the stuff that's very engaging. I think the stuff, like, maybe it's like, it's debatable to feel like, you know, whether to feel bad for him or anything like that. But, like, I think this is compelling stuff of, like, of just, um, you know, giving up so much for success, giving up so much for, you know, a career and, like, losing relationships losing love and then him basically being a drunk you know him basically being you know a drunk that can't get out of his situation like that's what these bars made a prisoner out of me is like he can't and like i want to be remembered i want to blah 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 like and just like i think that's compelling stuff i think that is you know the stuff that i think is like kind of more interesting person. You know,
1: Joe, I kind of agree with you when you say like about Bruce could have maybe made the song better. I mean, I think the song is terrible. I don't think Bruce would have covered that song. I think it's a bad song, but one of these songs, um, because I think that was his main problem. And I think this happens a lot. I see it all the time in, in the music industry with just people I know who don't, who everybody wants to be a star. Like you, maybe you're great at guitar. It doesn't mean you need to be a singer. Maybe you're a great songwriter. Doesn't mean mean you need to get on the stage and perform it. And everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. And some people just are not meant to be the you know Terry Melchers. Terry Melcher. You know, some people yeah. are not meant for that. And yeah. he wasn't.
2: And he- <laughs> He was clearly trying to force that. I think when you yeah. name an album you're really calling a shot. Yeah. You're like, "Guys, yeah. Terry Melcher, the new am. Terry <laughs> Melcher <laughs> it's album." It's going to
0: catch on, Terry Melcher craze. Yeah. You know. I
2: also feel like you're not like the most popular like artist if your name's Terry Melcher and no one's <laughs> tried to persuade you to change your name to
1: Could have mean he could have been just Terry.
2: Terry. Now that would have you been know? very pretentious. What if he went by oh, just All caps?
1: What if he went by Just Terry?
2: Just Terry. Like his
1: first name was Just and his last name was Just, Just Terry. Just Terry. And,
2: and then this album would be Hi, I'm Terry. It's me. It me. Terry. It me Terry. It me, it me Terry by Just Terry. <laughs> Do you think Terry Melcher had Beverly Hills and he's like, This is a song about a city. Do we need something about a state? Oh. <laughs> And that state is Mm -hmm. opposite of California.
1: (laughs) That's interesting. That's that's an interesting idea. Mayhaps.
2: Or vice versa. He had a great song about Arkansas.
1: It probably went the other way just because Beverly Hills is not on par with Arkansas. (laughs) That was a low light.
2: (laughs) Wasn't it very country? Like I
1: didn't get it. I just didn't get what (laughs) was happening. I didn't get what was happening in that one at all. I said, okay now with a question mark.
0: It was so weird. I was like, yeah. It's like all regional, like, you know, stuff, but just like Culver City's like this, Beverly Hills is like this, and it's sad, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's nothing like... And Palisades Park and all, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he
2: may... I mean, if he performed in the LA area, maybe that song was... One of his most popular mm-hmm, for people to mm-hmm. cheer. Yeah, he it said it is. Culver City is like that. <laughs> <laughs> he said it.
1: Well, I think the thing is when 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 an album is this disjointed in some ways in terms of like genre and whatnot, it works fine if you have a really strong voice to like tie it together. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't think he had that. And I mean like your actual voice and also like your voice as a writer or whatever, that is like a thread that, that, that brings it all together in the end. And I just don't think it, I don't think he had that.
0: Any other stray observations or final thoughts? any stray observations or like songs you want to highlight before moving on to like, you know, closing thoughts. I just want to say that I don't like his voice,
2: but there were times <laughs> when I thought that he sounded like a combination Of the guy from the killers, and Harry Nilsson.
1: Okay, that's Mm. a burn on both of them.
2: Well, that's what Um, I'm saying. He's a worse (laughs) like he's he's them together, (laughs) but worse. If you know, know, like you would assume that would be a really good, a talented. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And truly, from someone who really ran the gamut in terms of um, what what the genre was, he was really working in. um, It really didn't. The production didn't differentiate from song to song enough like it was kind of like yeah 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 oh i think i heard this already (laughs) like there were moments where i thought i had heard the song and i had to look at the track listing and i was like oh no wait that's like number eight i and i thought it was the one i had already heard so uh, that's a bad sign when you're listening to an album that you think you've heard
0: the song already after arkansas i kind of checked out a little mentally a bit yeah like arkansas is the highlight of just like the harmonies like he does is like are really great um when well,
2: yeah. this is a uh, short
0: album considering you it, know it it feels feels long. praise it, the lord it feels long it's it feels 34 like, minutes but yeah it feels so long i definitely like you know with like because i try to listen to it like more intentionally because i didn't have like lyrics to literally like use as a crutch of just like to rely on like i didn't that made me like appreciate the lyricism and like kind of the story of the album a little more mm-hmm. or just like, again, this person filled with her regret and like being like um, sad and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like again, like not everyone could be a star. Not everyone can cover Bob Dylan. Not everyone, not everyone can be can...
1: Primo the alien, you know,
0: <laughs> not everyone can be Primo the alien. Um, so let's get through our final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll rate this, uh, one out of 10 blanks out of 10. So, so one out uh, of 10
1: Manson murders.
0: Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Laura, what'd you like to go first?
1: Um, I give it. Cause I feel like my opinion may have changed a little, like after our conversation, you know, I'm what I mean? so
2: <laughs> excited to hear what you said. I wrote mine down beforehand. So I I'm locked in. I want to hear. I'm
1: going to you... be generous and give it four out of 10 Manson murders. Yeah. Three and a half out of 10 Manson murders. No, no. You said
2: four.
0: So. Okay. Four. Three and a half. That's four fills <laughs> and two, and to four. way
1: too high now that I'm hearing it. But yeah, I'm, I'm being a good person.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, just like final thoughts on that though. Like on this record, like you want to um, like, put a bow on it.
1: I think it's just a forgettable record. I don't think that it's worth listening to. I think it's, there's so many other amazing, there's so much more amazing music out there that you shouldn't waste. Your life is so short. Don't waste your time listening to this album. Um, (laughs) He should have stayed in his lane. He didn't. And he's lucky that his mom was Doris Day because I think if she wasn't, this record would have never, this album would have never even been made. Like, I don't think he would have had, like no one would have let him make it. Four was nice.
0: Yeah. Three point five to four. Yeah. All right, Joe, we turn to you. I uh well let me say before I get
2: to my rating, Laura texted me today before I had listened and she was like, This is hard to oh, listen to. Sorry, listen
1: I to thought it. you had heard it. Already.
2: No, no, no. So so that so I went into this expecting it to be horrible. And even what the Rolling Stone article said, that made me nervous. Like, oh, it's gonna be because I think they said something like, uh, You know, it's not not for everyone. (laughs) Yeah, not for everyone. And so I was like, okay, Laura doesn't like it. But then I heard the first song and I guess I was expecting it to be like insane, but it sort of sounded like, you know, watered down 70s kind of songwriter rock, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. some songs I thought, yeah, sounded like the band or, you know, whatever. So I was not upset, but I do not think I would listen to this ever again. I might listen to Arkansas randomly just if i ever think about arkansas or if i need a playlist to drive through arkansas yeah yeah that would be (laughs) the the only (laughs) the only thing and i feel like if they used arkansas in a movie that featured arkansas yeah terry melcher might get a bump and some people might become fans of his you know because it's not there are definitely songs that are you know not really good at all (laughs) but (laughs) but it's it's kind of non-offensive just sort of Fun, or just de- you well, know, wistful, depressing. Generous. You know, whatever it is, he he really jumps back and forth. So, so for me, my rating out of ten, Terry Melchers, I give this five point nine, Melchers. Okay. Which right. I do think is generous, considering I it's will never, generous. I will never listen to this. <laughs> ever again. I
1: think both of us were generous. We probably should have gone down. Each of us gone down one point. Probably.
2: But but again, like I'm not I'm not upset at it. I think I guess I was expecting it to be like horrible. And I really think there are some redeeming things and good moments. And but yeah, overall, honestly, I couldn't tell you. How a chorus of any of the songs goes like nothing stuck in my head, even Arkansas, which is the one I liked. So, Yeah. yeah, it's. It might be fine if you randomly, but I would say, yeah, if your listeners just listen to Arkansas, they would be mm. fine or do not listen to it, whatever you want. Yeah, just don't
1: <laughs> listen to it. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah,
2: Andrew, I want to hear yours.
0: <laughs> uh, so, OK, so I think maybe part of it was like, because you chose Terry Melcher and I've never heard this person in my life. I thought maybe there's some sentimental value in this, you know, maybe one of you likes this record on, like maybe one of you has some weird sentimental value to it. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So maybe I going into it, I was a little more like trying to be generous to it and trying, because like the 10 times I've listened to this record, like the first eight God times. God bless
2: you. No one's listened to <laughs> like, it. What? Not even Terry Melcher <laughs> no. listened to it too. <laughs> <laughs> but He like would have
0: dropped a few like, songs. Well, I was like, when I listened to it, like the, just like not listening, looking at the lyrics, I was like, this is whatever, whatever. I don't care. Um, maybe there's like a few moments that were like, oh, I, I kind of remember that. Um, but then like today listening to it, I think I had this weird emotional kind of, resonance to some of this kind of like touched me a little bit of just like the, the idea of his legacy, the idea of just like his, like his impact, you know, as an artist, his impact as an artist. I think that like, kind of like struck a weird chord with me for some reason. And like the idea of like, he's just like, and I think it's just like a, a like think me thinking about like how I'm going to live the rest of my life. I'm 25. I'm a young person generally. And, and I have a lot ahead of me, you know. But if I I war I worry that if I maybe, you know, go super tunnel vision and like think and just like try and go for success, try and go for like some like arbitrary idea of success and then lose so much else, then I'll die an eighty I'll die an old person full of regret. You know, Okay,
1: we need to talk off mic. We got some stuff <laughs> to talk about. Okay, brother. Because I think I think that too much of worth is tied up in 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 those kind of things like success and fame and legacy and everything. You know what I mean? Like because you were saying being a kind person, being nice to people, like being good. You're not going to be immortalized for those things and you're not going to be remembered forever for any of those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. But those are the things that matter.
0: Those are the things that matter. And like but at the same time, it's like I don't want to just like. Be a guy with just like a family and that's it. You know, I want to make impactful art. I want to like make people like feel joy. You ain't going to tell
1: me that, but I'm just telling you it's just ain't the reality is it's hard to be, to live forever in that way because you know, there's only even of really famous people right now. Like think about like Dua Lipa, however you say her fucking name. She's so famous right now. She's not going to be remembered forever. And she's that that fucking famous. Do you know what I'm saying? So even that level of people don't get remembered forever. Bruce Springsteen, maybe, you know, Bob Dylan, but it's very hard to achieve
2: you. I mean, because even Doris Day, I told you, I don't really know. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's a perfect example. She was like
2: Mm -hmm. the queen. And for a while, I think I was like, oh, if I um," because I think I I shared what you are feeling a little bit. But I I used to go like, oh, if the if you're recorded on video, uh, then Mm -hmm. you're that will last. My bones will be ground up and made. We'll we'll ground your bones
1: up as soon as you die.
2: I'm going to Yeah, because that's how I've requested yeah, I of course. Be, dealt with. be fed to a giant, you know. Well, no, but,
1: I'm going to blow his bone dust into the faces of his uh, enemies.
2: So. But yeah, I I I feel like even that it's like there's now everyone is shooting videos of mm-hmm. themselves. There there's going to be so much that even less people will rise to the top in terms of like entertainment industry icons. Um, you know, you'll have a Charlie Chaplin that that might still be remembered for 200 years after they die or whatever. Um, But, you know, people, they presidents, there's limited presidents. And, you know, I I don't know. I just feel like the legacy of. People is just. Yeah, it's such a rare thing to be remembered, because I think even, yeah, like before, like before, you know, Christopher Columbus, which, you know, obviously we're not fans of his, but like. You don't know people from that era. So you're, you're not probably likely not going to be remembered.
1: Yeah, you can't be, but <laughs> so also here's the deal. No one wants, like, I want success for my, for my work. Like I, no one fucking cares more about their fucking work than I do it all day. It's all I care about. Right. But like, you know, the video I just sent you, Joe, for my new song, where one of my singles that'll be out next year was all videos of, from my life just like from from infancy till now and and watching a you know a thir- three minute video of clips of your life and your friends and your happiness really fucking puts into perspective for you how all this other stuff is bullshit and means nothing like all we have is right now in this exact moment and whether you're lady gaga or you know somebody else, you you lay down at night and close your eyes and you're you, you know, and, and all you have are the, the friendships you've created and your family and all this other stuff is meaningless, you know? So I think our society, unfortunately has put way too much of an emphasis on these other things. And it makes all of us feel like inadequate in comparison to these things, but it's not, you're rich in, the real richness is like in your daily life and interactions with the people you care about and, and creating things that that matter to you and that you're proud of and all that stuff.
2: I think society puts the pressure, but I also think we sort of do it almost as a defense mechanism because we are fighting the inevitable, which is dying. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, I think for a while it was like, how do I fight dying? Mm -hmm. I can live forever in The way that I, you know, <laughs> in my art, my right. video, my podcast. Hot dog song. The hot dog song, my music. So I think, I do think society puts us on it, but I also think, you know, there's maybe a part of us too that is just like, mm-hmm. I want to fight the Grim Reaper in the yeah. only way I
0: know how. I yeah. think that like, this is like, I think what I'm trying to, I think what is affected, what affected me is like, this is like an alternate this is this feels like an all. This is, feels like a version of myself. If I'm not, if I don't care about the people in my life, if I don't, you know, if it's all about the art, if it's all about, you know, mm-hmm. I hope it wasn't to, all about the art for him. No, 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 absolutely not. Oh, okay, no. um, <laughs> but <good> like, <laughs> but like, I also like, but like, that's something I want. That's something I'm kind of like. Um, this is like a version of myself like a like a Christmas future type of myself where I'm old and full of regret and full like and I didn't even get the thing, you know? Um, so that's like I think so um <laughs> to get to like the final ratings though. Um so that's the part that really got to me. Here we that's go. That's the part that really like uh kind of like was affecting and like uh I just like saw a visage of a future self that was like that like I could go down but I won't go down. Um, so Um Okay. Before yeah. you say, and your definitely
1: number. wear your sunscreen, because he died at 62
0: melanoma, which is
1: very young. Um, and you know melanoma is really bad. So
2: okay, but but before he says it, now Laura, based on what he said,
1: what do, what I think do you think he's th- going to rate it?
2: What do you think his rating is?
1: Mm. Six out of
0: ten. Okay, yeah. Andrew, uh, I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, Yes, yes, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm give it 6 Bang out of 10 not, bulldogs barking yeah. at the two men who are gambling in the dark. Yeah. Oh, God,
1: that was just, like, such a cliche line. Two what men gambling mean? and the bulldogs <sighs> barking. Oh. But see, it would have even been better if it was, like, bulldog barking, two, 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 yeah. two men gambling. <laughs> like, the way he even set it up was just, like, so... Ugh. and
0: I think, like, on a fundamental level, like you're right not everyone's gonna be a lady gaga or whoever like this is like i'll, I'll like kind of like we'll conclude very soon and even but, like, Lady not, gaga,
1: i won't be remembered you know
0: not, not everyone's gonna be a lady gaga and they're gonna be like for every lady gaga they're like 500 artists who are like i want to try to make art that's important and meaningful mm-hmm. and stuff and, like that yeah they're not going to like hit really mm-hmm. so i think it's nice to like you know give them a shot give them like okay what they what were they trying to do um, and all I just stuff. would have
1: rather done it with someone that actually was a hidden gem because there's so many people out there mm-hmm. who are mm-hmm. so talented and don't get their like day in the sun. And he got his shot and no one liked it. And <laughs> I just, what I'm all I'm saying is there's like hey, a lot of really, there's a lot of really, you know, unknown people out there that sure, make like sure. phenomenal music. And, and maybe, you know, I'd rather have listened to one of their fucking records.
2: Yeah. Well, and yeah. even so nowadays too, I feel like because. You can yeah. record, you know, yeah. your your music without being Terry Melcher level. Yeah,
1: it's a great thing and a horrible thing at the same time. Really mucks um, it up for the rest of us.
0: Yeah, especially like the son of like son of Doors Day. Um, the last thing I'll say is just like, um, you know, with like a Dua Lipa or whoever like that. Like if they like if Dua Lipa die tomorrow. You know, on f- fingers crossed, she doesn't. But like, if she died tomorrow, people would be really sad because people probably had a great time with those concerts. People had a great time listening to her stuff, and then mm-hmm. people people re- will remember her for the joy she brought people. You know, mm-hmm. people will remember that like mm-hmm. more so than like maybe the maybe in a hundred years or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's what you can like strive for a little bit, just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, this is a very down episode, Um, but like Uh, uh let's get into our uh, thank you so much, Joe. Thank you so much, Laura, for enduring Thanks this for album and enduring this like during me, I guess. Um, But like, uh, let's go through our I've been mean to listen to that. And I did playlist. Um, So uh, let's put let's all like take some take turns and like put some song, put a song or two on our Spotify playlist. So, uh, Joe, like what song would you like to put on our playlist? I would like to add this song that was
2: randomly in my discover weekly, which is a really fun way. And now Terry Melcher's probably ruined that. I'll get some random. Oh man. Discover
1: weekly. is like the coveted (laughs) every artist on Spotify is looking for that spot. Yeah.
2: It's, it's it's great. Looking for. Yeah. Cause I'll, I'll definitely like, if a song hits, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I gotta listen to more of that. Yep. Um It's a song called Everybody Wants Something by Lawrence Arabia.
0: Ooh, click. Nothing pleases me more. Notifications are dumb. That's why I lie. lie, lie, lie. Awake and roll on the floor.
2: Which I very much, um, I enjoy the name. And I enjoy this song and I went and listened to some of their other stuff. And this is really the only one I liked. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay. it's kind of the Arkansas of Lawrence Arabia.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, right. I'm going to say um, I have a song that it's older. Well, it's not old, but it's, it's just, it's been out a while. It's called asking for flowers by Kathleen Edwards.
0: Hmm. Click. A
1: walking declaration. All the. And I haven't, I hadn't listened to that song in a long time and I just randomly thought of it the other night and put it on and it, it's just like such a one, it's such a well-written song and um, it's kind of like some of the stuff he was trying to do here, which is like create a very specific image, but she does it in a, um, the chorus is asking for flowers is like asking you to be nice. And it's, um, it's just lovely. It's a lovely song. Kathleen Edwards. I, I might she's have Canadian.
2: To, might have to listen to that. Great.
1: And also, I mean, I have another one. Oh, yeah. uh, Sexual Safari by Primo the
0: Alien. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I was going to ask for a song from you. Click. Sexual.
2: I yeah. actually could have said that one because that was my song of the summer. Oh it's, wow! It was the song of the summer. I man. like that a lot. I would crank that up. I mean, my uh, the guy who lives below me knows that every day at lunch <laughs> I crank up my music <laughs> and walk to the That's kitchen amazing. and make a make a cheese sandwich. So yeah, wow. I was definitely blasting that song,
0: "Sexual That's Safari." Sweet. It's very a good sweet. Amount. Yeah. Um, so my pick is going to be uh, from a very existential record because um, I'm in that mood, apparently um, is uh Life the Biggest Troll by Childish Gambino. Click. Man made the web, you don't need
2: a name. Man made a thoughts I ain't too ashamed. Every thought I
0: had, put it in a box. Everybody see it just before thought. So gods. this song is like, you know, Childish Gambino, he was like... Uh, on community he was like the funny guy he was like kind of like the goofy silly guy and then he went through like several tragedies he went through like you know he almost had like um a suicide attempt and stuff like that and like this is him just like so lost and this is him so like you know uh just like no sense of identity and no like all that stuff and just like yeah he's he has like these these things that like everyone was like I want his career I want his life and stuff like that but he's like so like and literally the end of the song is him like kind of like saying like kind of like screaming into the void it's just like you got to help me like I am so like now that you're here we got to help each other and stuff like that so it's just like um, it made me remind it reminded me of the general tone of this record so uh, well see great.
1: Andrew it's what I just said yeah, Fame I think it's and like money. The, it's meaningless. None of that shit matters. So,
0: uh, yeah. So that's our episode on Terry Melcher, the very right. well-known good guy. Uh, so let's uh, conclude with a closing sentiment from uh, Joe and Laura. Okay. So, and we're all going to say this together? Yes. Okay, right. here we go. Whether, Whether you, you live, live in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills or, Arkansas, or, Arkansas, or Arkansas, you don't, you don't, don't have be done to be Dr. Horowitz to, <laughs> to, to know that, that Terry Melcher, Melcher, Melcher made, made, an, an album made an album called... called Terry Melcher. Melcher. The
1: delay on this does make it a little bit tough (laughs) (laughs) to talk in unison. It's like as slow as I was like, why aren't people talking at the same rate I'm talking?
0: Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great day. (laughs) Click
1: Arkansas.